everyone. Welcome to the Herald Welcome podcast. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> well, we are super excited about this podcast because oh, yes. it is time for Walking Dead. It has begun. Season five happened last night. Last night, season five, season premiere. And premiere, premiere, oh, premiere. Oh my god, it was so fucking cool. It delivered. It delivered and then some. And then some. It was the best. Remember in the uh, season finale of season four when they pussied out and said they're screwing with the wrong people? <laughs> Instead, Instead of, of fucking. Fuck well, they brought the fucking this episode. They made up for that wholeheartedly this episode. <laughs> they sure did. Hell yeah, they did. Well, let's get into it. So. These are spoilers. Spoiler alert. (laughs) If you haven't seen the episode, you're stupid. And it sucks for you. So we don't even care if we're spoiling your bad time. No, we don't. Well, no, sometimes people don't get to see it, and so they have to watch it, you know, when it's on Amazon Prime or something like that. So, for those of you who have not seen it, spoiler alerts. Change the station now. Yeah. Or don't. Or no, don't. way. actually, don't. don't. Yeah, yeah, don't. actually, don't. Yes. So, don't. when last we saw the group, as you just said, they were stuck in a boxcar in Terminus. Boxcar Grimes, that's what they called them. Yep, and... We had no idea. We suspected that the folks at Terminus were cannibals, and they it was an easy suspicion. Yeah, it really I mean, was. if you yeah. watch just to watch the finale of the fourth episode, and you're like, they're it's clearly like, cannibals. Well, they run past that whole thing of looked bones like bones, and, yeah, and people, like dead meat, 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 uh, yeah, remains. Definitely looked like eaten remains, eaten remains, piled up. And then the trailer for season five, which I thought was way too revealing. Yeah, I, ca- I had to stop watching it at, to a yeah. point because like, oh, I'm sick of seeing all of these revealing moments. Yeah, you knew that Judith was back with them. You knew Dude. that Car- you knew that they were all back together at least for the you yeah. foreseeable future. You knew that everything was fine, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, we kind of thought someone was going to get it in the beginning, like that someone was going to be sacrificed, and uh, you know we were going to lose somebody up top. Well, we did lose somebody. We lost our nice blonde friend who is now playing the early Joker on on Gotham, who was in episode, the episode where Rick kicks Carol to the curb. Oh, no, he's not playing Joker. He's playing Penguin. He's, he's playing, playing Penguin. Sorry. Sorry. He's playing Penguin. If but you he- remember the episode where Rick and Carol venture into the suburbs and they meet this this young couple. Right. The male uh counterpart of the couple who we thought died yeah because we knew the girl died if you saw the episode someone's eating her leg and you see the tattoo and it's like oh that was her tattoo oh that's her leg oh it's being eaten no she's dead yeah so (laughs) we saw that coming we didn't see what happened to him and in full form they bring this guy back out to be uh we get to see what happens to this guy right and he's the first in line so what happens is wow wait yeah let's back up yeah let's back up so they, we get we're into the car and they're getting they're fashioning weapons together. To, yeah, they were doing it, doing it dirty. Yeah, doing it dirty. Rick's got like wood chipped off and Chop, made into a knife. Into a shiv and they've the got belts Abraham's that they're using got the, with the spikes, yeah, the, the claws, claws. The Puerto Rican claw that she has. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, claw your eyes out. And then they open the doors and throw in tear gas. Yeah, from the top, not even from the you know the sidecar. And car. then they are in trouble because you see them flash flash to them at the trough. They're in this sort of uh, what looks like basically like a butcher's. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, butcher's? like a meat market. Yeah, meat market. Mm. Uh, the you know the inside of a butcher shop where they all the cutting gets done. Yeah, whatever whatever you call that. Brutal. Yeah, That's what and I then call they that. literally line them all up. There's four. People before our heroes, before our heroes, which, which are Glenn, Glenn uh, Daryl, Rick, Rick, and Bob. And Bob. Yep. Boop, 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 boop. And then before them, it's just like four poor souls. The well, the guy from that episode, and the guy from that and episode. And he's first. And when we were watching it for the first time, I was thinking to myself, "Who is that guy?" And Rick and him are looking at each other, and I knew I recognized the actor, but it didn't. 
dawn on well, me to later. His mouth is covered with like you know a piece of yeah. They all have gauze in their mouths, so they can't talk. Mouth, they can't talk and they can't scream. Yeah, but they, the camera kind of focused on him a bit right. more. The blonde one, the one who was from that episode, and you're kind of like, hmm, what? And then then before you even can, these two guys come in dressed like Leatherface. They have the plastic aprons, literally like one Leatherface. One has like a, a total butcher's bald. Big, one of them's bald, bald and kind of menacing looking. Yeah, one has a baseball bat, and the other one has this like really sharp sort of curved butcher knife which and, is scary uh, very scary and the guy's doing a couple practice swings behind and- them while they're all standing there kind of kneeling over over a trough freaking out not knowing what's going to happen they're all kind of like huh huh and then he's oh, yeah. swinging a bat and do, then do, just like it's his job clubs the guy in the back of the head guy falls over the trough and as he's over the guy the, the second person grabs him by the hair cuts his throat bleeds him <laughs> like, out literally cuts his throat so you can see it it was was great and it was collecting into the trough <laughs> i hate to say that but i mean from a horror well, perspective they did and from a walking dead perspective yeah. that's way more brutal than a, some of the seen. stuff they've done Maybe. yeah that was Except super horror well herschel because some of the worst stuff happens to zombies it's like when it happens to humans it's a it's lot different it's so much more different and they really sort of oh yeah that was sort of like a new high or a new low depending on how you look at the show i am more of a high guy <laughs> i like to get high so i like to stay high <laughs> to with, stay with, high with my, with... at least my perspectives so yeah it was it was crazy they, they went out with a bang or they, they up would open up with a bang. bang totally because they so they do that to the first guy then down Second the line guy, they're guy, doing the same thing methodically guy. like and they're just it's well, like a pig or they're something they're preparing their food. their meat they're preparing yes. their food and that's what you would do with any that's how butchers treat animals yeah you know, so that's basically this become livestock human livestock and they're just doing it and like everything's really clean like they say like it's like gray in the door a on the front of your door right. stop clean everything's clean and clean it's not, it's not like a horror show it's like no this is where we prepare our food you know and uh what is it called sort of justifiable reasoning or i guess so where you sort of like yeah this is how we live our lives now so well and then gareth comes in yeah gareth who's the leader who's the darth vader of the group of terminus he's like the governor of terminus if you will he he's comes like a in. Hipster governor. He's hipster governor. <laughs> hipster governor. He totally is. Gareth is the hipster governor. Yeah. But he comes in with a, a clipboard, and he's literally just sort of going down. So, can you give me your count for this? Give me a shot count. Give me your shot count. Super like admin stuff, and they're just like well, they're killing people's people. throats. And the funny thing, they kept toying with us because every like couple seconds, a guy would reach back to swing and crack Glenn's head open, and, and then he'd get stopped by something like, "Ooh, a bird." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, a bird. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, look at that. Oh, cookies. <gasps> cookies. <laughs> That's not what it was. That's what happened. There was these no. cookies, and Rick was like, gotcha. I put those cookies there. Butterflies. Butterflies. No, R- Rick had some it. butterflies in his pocket. And well, no, but like... what really happens is super cool is that Carol, badass Carol, Carol! who proves to be an incredible badass in this episode. Carol's a super badass. She, meanwhile, her and Tyrese. Yeah, have they cut been... to Tyrese, separate stories. They're still on their own. And they have they have their own separate storyline. Yeah. They have not been captured by Terminus, and they're um, they kind of happen upon a guy setting up fireworks because there had been some gunshots from the uh, series finale, and they do this whole diversion thing that they've created for Terminus. If they set up fireworks, mm-hmm. it distracts the zombies from so going this to guy's a from location. Terminus. He's from Terminus. They capture the guy. But uh, wait, tell what happens because he's setting up these fireworks, and they hear him saying making a joke about the chick with the sword and the kid with the hat like yeah. and saying he's going to take his hat once they bleed him out and yep. they overhear this yeah they hear that and they're like hey we're friends with the hat kid and the sword yeah girl. and that's actually a cool line when carol says it she's like we're friends with the chick with the sword and yeah. the kid with the hat she puts it puts a gun in the back of his head real yeah, cool that was awesome. like real charles bronson like <laughs> <laughs> so they capture that guy they tie him up they there's this little shack and carol goes off tyrese stays with the baby and the perpetrator and tyrese is a little bit off his game initially he's not wanting to tyrese is just sort of like he's just, he's like the guy kept saying like you're one of the good ones he's and that's a good why one. you're gonna yeah. die you're gonna die well he's taunting him he's trying yeah he's trying to get in his head and tyrese to, you can does. get in tyrese's head you can because yeah. he's a good guy he is a good guy and he's a mammoth and he's a he's an ex-football player like from the comic so he's a big guy he's a hulking guy he can handle his own but he just has like these sort of soft 
like he goes back to these places that you know you could tell he wishes things were back to where right you know before it all happened before it all happened. well and he was so in love with the girl that carol killed Who carol killed yeah that has not been addressed yet also, well it was addressed in that episode with rick and carol but it hasn't been addressed with tyrese and carol and i feel like that's... no it was addressed with tyrese and carol in the episode where she kills the little girl it wasn't addressed with rick and in they, he forgives her. Tyrese, Tyrese forgives, forgives her. her. Yeah, they in have the that episode whole episode where, where she kills the kids. Yeah, yeah, and she tells him, "This is what happened. I did this. I'm the one who killed her." And he oh, forgives yeah. her. And they oh, okay. and he dis- and she and she remember she puts the gun out at the table and says, "Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do." And he says, "I forgive you." Yeah. And what hasn't happened right. is that it now hasn't been. Rick hasn't seen her since he cut her loose. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that she's the hero and she kind of saves the day breaks the tension. And well, she ends up saving the day in terrific fashion. Might terrific we add. fashion. She goes tol- full like camouflage commando, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator. Yeah. fucking Dutch covers herself, covers in, herself mud, in blood and, and mud zombie and guts. guts, and she has this poncho and she has this badass like assault rifle hidden under the poncho, and she sneaks up to this really cool vantage point where she sees all of Terminus and she sees Rick and everybody getting gas gathered up and put into the boxcar so she knows right away like what the deal is right. and what she has to do and she sees a conveniently placed giant propane tank right next <laughs> to the entrance of terminus right where the like, the chain link fence is you know and all these zombies have collected because of the gunshots and she comes up with the brilliant idea of first shooting the propane tank to open the valve and when the valve opens and it's just all of this uh, a gaseous that propane was an incredible leaking shot out. oh so cool so cool watching the zombies walk through the gas yeah, and it's cloud of gas. spraying, 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 spraying. And then she has a bottle rocket, and she fashions it into the barrel of the rifle, and then sort of aims it towards the giant stream of gas. And when it connects, it's just, boom, welcome back to the welcome Walking back. Dead, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> walking Dead has and returned. And Carol does it. Let's talk about Carol a little bit, because she really has, as you pointed out, she has... One of the most interesting arcs. Yes. Of, of the show, of the, of the whole show, and like we discussed, she's one of the few remaining season one uh, characters. She's one of the one season of the, oneers, yeah. Yep. And she, I mean, she started out as a battered wife. Would you call it the one percenters? The, one- <laughs> <laughs> the season one percenters. The season one percenters. <laughs> That's what they'll be called. Ding, That's ding. cool. The season one percenters. Those are what we have left of Glenn have and left. Rick and Carl and Carol and uh, Morgan. We, we decided and Daryl. Oh, Morgan. We haven't gotten to Morgan yet. But but so so Carol has this incredible arc where she was this battered wife. Yeah, she goes from domestic abuse uh, victim. Yeah, her daughter was loses her daughter daughter and she's her daughter killed. Victim and honestly, I didn't like Carol in the I didn't like Carol in the first and second season. It wasn't until yeah. the third season, uh, like the end of the second, beginning of the third, that I actually like felt that she was a contributing member and not just a right. hindrance. Because you have to have hindrances in the group to create conflict or just to create need to further the story. And she was she went from sort of hindrance character to contributor to contributor character. But what did you think about what she did with for the sake of the group? Did you did you feel that because she kills Tyrese's girlfriend who in has become sick with this mysterious? illness that they all have it breaks out along with somebody else it, it breaks, breaks out. out and so it becomes this it's not it's not the zombie virus it's this whole other virus right. that i don't know if we ever figured out who uh what the virus was i don't think they it was it, it never sort it of, was it kind of disappeared it came yeah, and it went it came and it but went. it killed a lot of people they got uh antibiotics. They got infected yeah they got oh right they got the antibiotics, the antibiotics but we did never find out but, what it was yeah they're so just that's these two out there. burned bodies that they find and and one of them was tyrese's sort of love interest right. in the season come to find out later in that season that it was carol and rick the detective discovers it yeah well and then tyrese got in a fight with daryl and rick because he thought it was them right and tyrese vowed vengeance and he was, and he was well Tyrese kill can go into beast mode that's the thing he has this interesting where he's like the big softy but then he's like the big bear who will like c- crush you you know right he, which is a cool interesting character it's important it's very interesting so do, do you think that Carol was justified in what she did do you think Rick was justified then, in sending her packing I think in the moment when Carol and Rick were off together and separate from the group in those circumstances, Rick sort of did what he thought was right, and I feel like that worked for that situation. 
It came Rick, right. Rick was like, might have saved her life ultimately. Who knows? Yeah, she who might knows? not have made it at the prison. Well, yeah, if Tyrese when the governor found came out, back. right? Because Rick's like, I can't lie about this. Yeah, that was why he sent her packing, and like that was the main reason. Like, I'm not going to lie to save you. So, in order to save you, this is where we have to split right. up for your own. Unless you want to come back well, and take your chances with Tyrese, and she even said she's like, I could handle Tyrese, and he's like, You can't handle Tyrese. Like, you might yeah. you might be able to shoot him or kill him, but he's going to come for you and he's going to kill you. Well, like you said at that point in time exactly at that point in time but do you think she was how do you feel about what she did i feel like doing it uh making the choice herself was not the right thing to right do. i agree like because the fact that you did it without anyone knowing implies that you knew it was the wrong thing to do yeah it's sneaky she's it's sneaking sneaky. around she's lying about it she does completely fess up to rick she remember that scene where yeah. he's like carol did you do this and she goes Yes, I did like, it. without hesitation. She doesn't blink or anything. She doesn't flinch. She's like, yeah, which is funny because after the fact, you can go back and, and look at it in hindsight be like, yeah, I did that. But yeah. then not before doing it, be like, look, I'm going to do this. Right. Stop me if you don't want me to do it. Right. Which is an interesting sort of uh, character uh, flaw or whatever, you know, in the sense that she's willing to fess up to it, but she's not willing to, you know, announce it before she does it. You know, right. And then, you know, flash forward to season four, the whole when they're off on their own second half of season four, where they're on their own journeys. And the Tyrese Carroll with the two kids. What are the girls names? Lizzie and Lizzie and their sisters. Yeah, their sisters. They're at the prison. They're at the prison. And we find out that the little Lizzie girl was killing the was taunting the 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 uh, feeding them. Maybe and maybe that's what cause the illness we still don't know that it was some sort of infection that way yeah like they sort of alluded to that playing with vermin yeah but so she is kind of a little sociopath which you discover in this episode she kills her sister she ends up killing her sister which is something from the the comic books or the Mm -hmm. graphic novel as well the comics and uh so yeah they they really tie stuff in from the comics very very well like because it's still there it's different those are two boys in the comics it's two girls in the show right. but there's a bunch of stuff that is like these nods that just it's just enough to satisfy the fans of the comics but I feel keep like. the integrity of the show's it's own a different world thing. And universe yeah, it's a different world it's a different universe so Carol kills Lizzie. She, so the smell of the flowers episode. She tells her to look at the flowers, look at the flowers. and she has, her her. she has to kill her. Just kill her. But she has to because she was a dang, She was trying to kill Judith, the baby. Yeah, she already killed her own sister. And so, she was about to kill Judith. And she was going to kill the baby. Yeah, it's like, I have to. You are a liability. Like, even if you're an 11-year-old girl, you're a liability. And in that world where killing is a daily thing, you know, you either accept the world you're in or you will be killed and die or be eaten. Like, and clearly Carol has now gotten to this point where she's not only accepted it, it she's still human because she was very upset when she had to do this. Yeah. But she's also very tough and she she's sort turned of a corner. seen her role. Yeah. And, and so flash forward she's to where we are it. now with season five and this first episode, she mm-hmm. is just without hesitation going in, doing what she has saving to do. Saving her people. Saving her people. It's really neat. The uh, yeah, I'm really like I'm Team Carol. I'm, I'm Team Carol too. Yeah, but fuck yeah. Do I Talking Dead did a poll on whether or not people think Carol should be the new group's leader? I would have voted no on that yeah, because I'm a, still a fan of Rick as well, a leader. Rick's a good leader. He's yeah. a good leader, even though he's no. become a good leader. Talk about an arc. He's had quite an arc too, and yeah. So uh, and Rick saves the day himself. I mean, well, it's, a, it's group a group effort, effort. <laughs> but it's really neat. So what happens is, so Carol blows up the tank. And there's all these flaming zombies and they're getting into Terminus. It's getting taken over just like the prison sort of does. And then you see through the smoke and ash amongst the zombies is this sort of poncho, blood covered, mud covered Carol just walking like, like Charles like a, Bronson. Like, zo- yes. like badass, man, amongst the zombies, like real cool, common collected, real cool. And you see, she's got that uh, assault rifle right there mm-hmm. and she's got the machete right there and she's just out for blood and out for business like she's doing business right now man I great was, acting performance yeah oh as yeah well she, she should get by nominated. melissa mcbride I, I, side note everyone should. side vent note many of them should be very nominated. bothered by the fact that the show is not awarded with emmys and or just constantly blatantly overlooked overlooked because of the genre however Biggest show on television. American Horror Story, which I think is a great show, doesn't get overlooked. Game of Thrones got nominations this year. Walking Dead should... It's time. It's time. Well, and they've awarded... 
what uh, Walter White, uh, you know, what's the yes. name? Yeah. That have you watched Breaking Bad? It's pretty brutal. There's like decapitations and they, remember Danny Trejo's head on the turtle and like there's so many things. But drugs is all is has always been okay in terms of awards. Horror, yeah. no. When Horror. I mean, the only thing Silence of the sore. Lambs. Yeah, basically, which zombies was a are, huge shocker at the time. Yeah, it was. It really was. But that movie is so undeniably good. The script and the story. This TV show is undeniably good. Yeah, it, but it's it, still horror. It's still like true. Like Silence of the Lambs is like psychological horror. Where this is like straight horror. This is it's a, straight zombie. horror. This is a zombie universe. It might as well be werewolves or vampires. Except right. it's way cooler. Way more interesting and way more sort of sort of rooted in reality than you could ever do with even the strain or something like that. Like Walking Dead is just. But the level of acting and writing and this and the character, you know, arcs and analysis and studies and everything in this is so phenomenal. It's it's beyond just a yeah. Horror it's such a production. Show. The, the makeup and, and the effects and the collaboration of practical with video and all the people behind it. And like, they're really oh, yeah. promoting. Like, they did a whole little sort of promo segment on Bear McCreary this episode right. of, like, how to put how he puts together the soundtrack and the yeah. scores. And, like, you got to give it to that guy. He's yeah, been there since sure day do. one. You know, there's so many aspects of the show that are being overlooked, not mm-hmm. just the acting. But, like, you can't give Andrew Lincoln, like, a well-established An British Emmy actor. Yeah. yeah, come on. Like, don't you have to give him the award, but... If Jim Parsons can win five Emmys in a row, in a row Andrew how, Lincoln whatever, can't get nominated. You can't no- name uh, like Norman Reedus can't get a nomination. Well, like, we and know Melissa Norman Reedus. McBride, you can't give her a supporting yeah. actress. Right? Come who on. else is in that category? And you know who else that is above that? You know? Yeah. It's a. It's a. You know, you're in a world of zombies. You're in a zombie universe. Well, we to... live in a world of zombies, anyways. Yeah. So it's about time they acknowledge this. One. We are the Walking Dead. We are folks. the Walking Dead. So, so t- let's talk about Rick's maneuvers. And what was really cool yeah. too? So cool. So oh, man. cool. So badass. <laughs> the way they brought, you know, the the episode in season four when they do flashbacks to the governor was incredibly cool because what they did was you had seen what was happening at the prison and they do a rewind and go back to what was happening simultaneously in the governor's universe. And they do a little bit of that in this where you see what happens with our folks on the trough and then you do a rewind back to the Tyrese Carol happening simultaneously and Carol with the blowing up the tank. Well, it's not a rewind. It's sort it's of a, a bit of it because it's oh, happening. It's, yeah, it's, it's like simultaneous. It's a bit of a rewind. Because yeah. she first she sees the gunshots and that's when she saw the zombies start going towards Terminus. Yeah, and then you you hear the gunshots from inside the actual butcher right. shop and then you feel the vi- reverberations of building kind of shakes but you don't know what caused it and then right. they show you this is what this caused it. This is what was it. happening. Because there is actual rewinds too not to be confused with what we're talking about where they show sort of how Terminus became what it was. Stuff. Oh, yes. That's why that's... So flashbacks. those are flashbacks. These are more sort of just like time sequences or like a Tarantino thing where they sort of show what happens first and then show actually how it happened. Which is great directing, by the way, in my yeah, opinion. Did great writing. Nicotero directed Nicotero, this episode. That's another thing. Nicotero directed this episode. Uh, Woohoo, Nicotero. Yeah, Nicotero. We love Nicotero. Yeah, we're, we're Nick Nicksters. We're, <laughs> we're Nicksters. <laughs> we're Nicksters. <laughs> <laughs> get t-shirts that say that. Elder podcast, Nicksters. We're Nicksters. And it'd be a picture of him with his arms folded or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Or, Blowing up a brain, or up a brain. he talked about <laughs> how much buddy or... had like with yes. the throat slits. Oh yeah, the throat slits. They they he was on talking dead. Edited in post, and they just really literally just they wrap a a tube around their neck and then let the blood out through that tube, and then all the, the actual physical tube itself is edited in post. So it's like lots of fun. Apparently, yeah, it looks like uh, that guy has the most fun. He has the most fun of like everyone. Fun of all. Yeah. What a great job! Just go up and blow up stuff and create new creative ways to kill people. <laughs> People. Kill people and uh, smash zombies, man. Yeah, there's a freaking eat face eating uh, oh, sequence. Wow. That was that was after the the propane blows up and the zombies, and they just show different people getting taken out. And the one is the worst. The guy's like crawling back, and he can't like just like get up, get up. Get it's up. Like, he's he like, no, I can't. Up. My face, it's gonna get eaten. And it does. <laughs> oh, the nose. It just <laughs> eats like, his nose off. Uh, eats his nose off his face, and just like yeah, it, zombie was very satisfied. I can't so. believe. I, I hope my mom's not listening to this because she. Be like Sarah. You're <laughs> celebrating someone's nose being eaten. <laughs> well, I'd be like, congratulations. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I love the nose part. <laughs> so Rick, it, 
gets the better of these butchers after the explosions happen because he still has this trusty wooden knife he's wooden crafted. Fat, it's just like a sharp piece of wood. Yeah. I've got this piece of wood in my boot. In my boot. He hides it. Yeah, and he then, hides it. And the guys get up and they start arguing like, dude, we got to get to our like stations, like our safeties. Like, right. no, nah, man, our job is to just kill people and chop them up. Right. The guy's like, forget that noise. I'm out of here. And then like Rick, badass, like while you guys are arguing, like shift to the Brutal. deck. Yeah. And he just takes them out like no flinching. And the other guy's like, no, please. And he just like, <laughs> <laughs> no, please. <laughs> no, please, I'll be your best friend. <laughs> he like sticks the guy. And just slit everyone's throat. Oh my God. He like, oh, he punches yeah, that was the, the guy one guy's throat. That was the guy who slit throats, yeah. by the way, that's begging for his life. He's like, no, please, I love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything you say. He was kind of like this scaredy little guy. Oh, because they he's are. He's the one who's slitting throats. Yeah, because that, that's that carpet, uh, you know, uh, mentalization, the compartmentalization. Yeah. It's like, it's I, like, I just cut throats. I'm not like a I'm bad really guy. I'm a scared guy. Yeah, I'm not like a killer. I just yeah, cutting I just, throats. They're searches. animals. I'm not. These aren't yeah, people. Yeah, I just cut throats, man. I don't want to fight you. There was something we we talked about this a little bit. There's something that reminded me of The Road, Cormac McCarthy's Well, the movie, book, yeah. but the movie version of The Movie's Road so much with more the butcher uh, scene. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, with Viggo Mortensen, if you haven't seen it, it's or an read the book. incredible film, incredible book. The book is so good. But that scene reminded me, because there's a lot of, there's cannibalism in it, and it, the brutality of it, there's something, I don't know, that, well, but also the troth with the slow, throat slits, there's something about that. Like that, bleeding them out. Bleeding them out. Well, there's something so intensely disturbing about this it's it's almost more disturbing than this like a psychopath on a rampage because this is all like methodical methodical and, like, clean and prepped and like we don't want to get the blood everywhere yeah then we'll have to clean it up we got to keep the blood in the trough and cut these guys throats and bleed them out yeah and, we're gonna know, eat them we're, we're gonna, gonna hang them, them up and then they see them, them hanging up oh yeah because once they kill the two guys and they get untied and they're all like all right let's get our stuff and like kill these guys yeah and they're running through <laughs> different areas of the terminus you just see this sort of like hanging like side of meat and it's and human it's a human meat. it's yeah. clearly human because you can see human. the hip bone and the shoulder bones and stuff it's, and the, oof, the ribs and it looks rough. like you know the scene from rocky but it's all human people. yeah people. it's all people it's badass man this episode just keeps delivering keeps delivering it doesn't let up does not at, stop at, moving no way it's really neat so they have to now get out of the situation they're in they are now faced with killing zombies which which is like nothing almost in in comparison cannibal people yeah because you can kill zombies can't they know know. what they're doing with the zombies yeah right although interesting yeah we kill zombies that's no problem when they're getting out of the building and they see that there are people locked in a cart glenn is who is he becoming the moral compass now because like weird shifting it's always sort of shifts around he uh, says that we've got to let these people out of the cart. That's who we that's are. That's who we are still. Yeah, it's got to be. We're still who we are. And they agree to do it. Like, yeah, let's do it. And then they open it up. And then there's like this crazy guy. Clearly, who's been in there way too guy, long. Yeah. He tries to like bite Glenn or right. attack Glenn. And then he's got tattoos all over his face and this big beard. He's like a Charlie Manson kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, he looks like a Charlie like, Manson why kind of guy. Do, why we even open this? Let's get out of here. Well, and then he gets eaten by a zombie. Yeah, he gets eaten by a zombie anyway. And it was so. kind of a waste of time. But yeah, then the next scene that. is so cool because the, the zombies are, are attacking. coming. Attacking. And the Terminus people are trying to fend them off, and they all have guns, and they can hear the gunshots. And they're fending them off. Yeah, they're fending them off, and then it's like, but we still have to take out these Terminus people, because if they see us, they're going to kill us. Right. And we have zombies to deal with. And so, like, Rick. By himself. By himself. He freaking greases these guys. He goes around his car, and and he's looking through the side view mirror. He's, like, looking through the side view mirror, and he sees all of them just sort of shooting and coming towards them. And he kind of takes their flank, goes behind the one dude, sticks them, takes his gun, and then just mows them all down. (laughs) It's so like, what? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a moment because and, you're like, yes. Yeah. And then all the uh, the people that sort of survived the freaking hail of gunshots right. just get eaten by zombies. Which is And they do a great. close up of the one girl just whole throat taken out Boom. by zombie. Ah, yeah. They yeah. do the really close up shots. Well, and after you've gone through seeing what these people are about, I'm sorry to say, but you're kind of like, yes. Yeah. They, they, yeah. You don't have any sort of... Uh, yeah. Well, and Rick says when he when they find the kind of chamber of meat hanging up, Rick says, "You see any of these people? You take them out." Yeah, he was them. like, that, that, "That's our objective here, our directive. Kill take them. them out. Yeah, no prisoners. These people got to go. Oh, go. Oh, go, oh, oh, oh. Which is and there's been a lot of conversation online and on Talking Dead about Rick sort of becoming the new Shane or or real. Well, Andrew Lincoln said. 
in a recent interview that he almost wishes he didn't his character didn't kill Shane because now mm-hmm. he's like looking back now in season five versus season two Rick's changed so much right. with the Rick Tatorship and then the season four and Herschel dying and him you know not confronting or killing the governor sooner he's like right. I almost wish that Shane was there because if I would have adopted you know more of his sort of f- for a full frontal force action taking attitudes. Uh, probably would have been better off for the group in the long run. You know what I mean? Maybe, I, it'd be, but then it wouldn't have been as great television because we had this really amazing arc of his character where he got to this point. And yeah, it, and he had kind of had realistic. to kill Shane to get to that point. So it's like he couldn't have a lot both to get to the point. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't have had both. But he's like, now that Rick is this way, it is more like Shane. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I feel like this Rick could handle Shane. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you know, but this Rick, Rick could, well, they would be t- probably more united, maybe. But maybe. I mean, don't you think his wife getting giving birth and then being eaten wholly by fully by a zombie, a zombie. was part of it? And zombie going, was like he went picking his crazy. teeth. Yeah. Remember that scene? Yes. Rick finds the zombies all like bloated and full. Like, yeah, from eating his eat wife, who just gave birth to their baby. He's like, do you have a mint and like a toothpick? <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes on that deep end. And I have to say that whole, they, they went to me, they went a little too far with Rick out in the woods being a crazo. And then they on the phone and the phone calls. That's in the book too. The phone calls. Just, well, not just that whole scene, but just, there were many episodes where he was just kind of had gone nuts and he wasn't back with, he wasn't living with the group. Remember he was sort of out in a different part of the prison and they were having, he was just not, it took Herschel to kind of bring him back and you've got to be with your baby and all that. He did his like lizard King thing for a while. Yeah, he did. And that was, to me, that went on a little bit too long, but hey, yeah. But he he went through that. He went through his son almost being raped. raped. <laughs> he bit a man's throat, throat off. Yeah, you know, biting a man's throat. You really <laughs> learn a lot about yourself. <laughs> and then he gutted the guy almost raped Carl oh, like yeah. a pig. Yeah, that guy. There was some serious rapings about to go down. Yeah, everyone was going to get and it. Papa Bear got yeah, angry. Papa Bear. No, it's raping my cubs. <laughs> no, it's raping my cubs. Yeah, no one rapes my cubs. That was it. Incredibly intense scene. It was. That's from the comic too, man. Like they really stay true. And yeah. That guy, the guy that was gonna rape Carl, like guy was mouth breathing, oh, Lord. balding, freaking Bubba Booey looking <laughs> guy. Bubba Booey. <laughs> looking like a balding. Are you talking mulleted. about Gary from yeah, the Howard totally. Stern show? He is a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. We're telling truth on the show. No, we don't no, shy from the no. truth. He definitely looked like a big like Bubba Booey's hillbilly cousin or something. Something like. I mean, he looked straight like, out of Deliverance. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, it was like really deliverance. That whole, yeah, that whole group was deliverance. It was Claimed. the deliverance group. Well, he called them the claimers. They're like the, the claimers, deliverance yep. claimers. Yeah, that, that was a badass, badass uh, sequence there. Yeah. But so he's got, so Rick's got through a lot to Rick's get to the point so that he's much. at. And it's going to be interesting to see. You know, because once they get, so they get out, so, you know, well, they, got, they get, get to the boxcar, they get out, they let out Abraham and everybody else and running and, get, and like slashing, slashing everybody and getting out and they get a blanket, they throw it over the barbed wire and hop out over it. And then right before Rick can get zombies. over there, Gareth and a couple people run out and Rick just opens fire on them. And like, it looks like he hits Gareth, but he doesn't kill him. And like you're not the sure. shoulder or something. Yeah, Cause yeah. they have to keep moving. They get out, they get out over the barbed wire, get their guns, get they're, oh, yeah, because they buried that bag guns, of guns. Right, yeah, smart. Gareth had, uh, uh, you know, he talked to Rick before he, like, before I cut your throat open and bleed you out. Where'd you put what was in that bag? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what's in the bag. You're going to kill me anyway. She might as well just tell you what's in my bag of tricks. And he does, but then. You but know. he says he's going to kill him. Remember? Oh, yeah, he's, he's like, like and a, a red machete that I'm going to use to kill you. I'm going to use that with to the kill evil you. Grin on his face and, and then, blood and, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's all about it. He's like, Rick doesn't. Flinch. I mean, uh, Rick's become pretty bad. He's become dude. a brutal man, which is what you got to be in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, even on his knees, he's still like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's great. That's so cool. Yeah, so they're so, out. They get their guns. Yeah, Rick. And that's the thing that I also talked about is because they have that blue duffel. They bury it. And Rick leaves his sort of trusty chrome 44 Magnum. Yeah. He sort of looks at it. 
puts it in the bag and takes out some other like sort of black whatever 45 sort of 1911 kind of looking gun mm-hmm. and it was sort of like a promise you could tell he's looking at it like oh we'll be back I'll for be you back for this. that's a promise you know he made like a promise to himself before he buried it under like, the ground you think he knew you think he had like kind of something's up with this place yep, he's like- got, well he's got that sense he's got a really yeah you know sixth sense yeah he does it's like the eric bonnet character from deliver us from evil he has that sort of like cop sense cop sense cop cop he, well he's the one when they go to terminus he he spots everyone else is lining up for the, <laughs> the free, free food meat. free barbecue <laughs> oh, free sweet. you guys are barbecuing in the middle <laughs> of nowhere like, yeah, give me some barbecue yeah. isn't it didn't it dawn on any of them that there's no livestock anywhere, anywhere? what could this meat be yeah that's a big squirrel it's a big, <laughs> it's a big <laughs> side a big, of squirrel like, side of ribs yeah carl on a plate yeah. on a paper plate yeah like a just nice fourth of july barbecue yeah, here we go. and, and Rick just sees like that's Glenn's rag gear. That's Daryl's poncho. That's like who's stop? Where'd you get yeah, that stopwatch or that? that, that yeah, totally. Yeah, the Herschel's watch uh, that he yeah. gave Glenn, right? Right, exactly. So yeah. he spots that. So it's he knows he's yeah, the one leaving who that gun knows. behind was like totally a little like nod to himself. Yeah, and there was definitely some symbolism because you're like, okay, he's taking this sort of like beater magnum. gun. Yeah, that, that gun's been with him since day one. Since day one. Since day one, yeah. and he's never lost it, or you know, he's always recovered it. So to put that in the bag and bury it, yeah. to me felt like a real sort of like foreshadowing. I will, you'll see, me and you will reunite, old friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. So and then and they do. They in, do. In tremendous fashion they do. You know what else has taken a beating since day one is Rick's appearance. He reminds me of it's kinda like yeah. Obama. Yeah, <laughs> you look he's at like him a in president the of his presidency totally. and now he looks like he's aged about 20 years yeah. if you look at rick and like the pilot episode yes he's kind of like fresh face still clean cut, like clean and cut. looks like the world's new to him and yeah, yeah totally and like, now he's and that's just an age like thing an like an older a, man i mean yeah. he's still a you know, hot looking man but he looks yeah. like he's been through some oh, yeah. shit and he's gray and he's got the beard longer and hair and the beard he's got the thin and, and the... out face you yeah know? definitely he looked a little more fresh faced and rosy cheeked in the yeah first season. <laughs> well, they all did they I all mean, did frankly you would i guess yeah, I but yeah, Rick would. looks we like we all look a little less fresh faced <laughs> and rosy cheeks since the first season. Since the first season, <laughs> we've all done some living <laughs> since the first season, I believe. I can uh, attest to my own living. <laughs> yep. So they get the bag, and then they one thing the that I'm really happy that they did this for the fans was they give us a reunion that we wanted. We to wanted have. the whole the reunion, the whole fourth season. Because yeah. that, like, and I don't want them to split them up again like that. Like, Daryl works best with Rick, and you love Daryl and Rick's relationship. Oh, you do. So when they're off fucking off together, Tonto so, and the Lone Ranger. Yeah, Daryl, you know? and like, there's that scene when Rick is looking through the side view mirror to like sneak up on those people. Daryl just runs out behind him and sticks his arm yeah, in the back he's of the all, head. He's got his back gives always. Gives him the nod, the Daryl and Rick nod. Yeah. Total like, like post apocalyptic Robin bromance. Yeah. It's a zombie <laughs> bromance right there. It totally is. Totally. And so the reunion, they see Carol. She's walking through the woods. Oh, we should mention before we get to that, what happens to Tyrese? Oh, yeah. We got to get, we got to fill you in. So while all that is going on, this little. Meanwhile, down the road. Down the road, there's that sneaky little bugger that they tied up who's really trying to get in Tyrese's head. Um, and does and does and does gets the better of him. He's got his hands on Judas' throat. Well, what happens is there's zombies sneak up, and I guess and so Tyrese is trying to figure out what to do with these zombies that are right at the the front of the shed, and in doing so, takes his eye off the guy. The guy sees his chance. I guess he got his hands untied and goes over to Judith, who's like in this old beer cooler, puts his hands around her neck like he's gonna kill this baby if you don't put your guns down, put your weapons mm-hmm. down, blah blah blah, kicking towards me, and then he's like go outside. Yeah. Tyrese is like, what? And he's like, you see her and me go outside right now. And Tyrese is like, we don't got to do this. He's like, I'll kill her. He's like, go outside. And so Tyrese goes outside. Then I think they cut away. They come back and the guy's still inside. And he just sort of hears all the zombie moaning stop. Right. And he's like, huh. he tries to call the base and, oh, yeah. and get through That's to anyone. Cause she's probably dead. She's blown up or yeah. dead. Yeah. And so, uh, 
And he's like, oh, that's weird. There's no more zombie sounds outside. And then, like, boom, through the door, Tyrese is for like, total, like, side tackle. Crashing through, like, the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> like, crashing Just through a freaking building. freaking linebacker. Yeah. Like, Vince Wolfork on this guy. Like, tackles <laughs> him and to the ground. And the guy's like, does he say anything? I don't think he does. Tyrese is just like, I'm not going to do on, this. Yeah, Tyrese is saying, I'm not going to do it. I'm not, as he's beating him to and death. And he just literally, like, punches him to death. Yeah, he They don't show him actually, like, shoot him in the head or kill him. No, he just, like, beats him mercilessly. he leaves him there to turn? Well, yeah, I guess he we don't know. If he doesn't finish well, him. Well, he says he's dead. He's but dead, we don't, but, but we don't know if he's, if he's zombie dead or, you Or know. a person dead. Right. Yeah, that's right. And we, oh, we didn't mention the scene between Carol and the, oh, the cook, Mary the cook. Mary, which is Barbecue Mary. Barbecue Mary, man, who you also find out is actually Gareth's mother. Right, in a flashback. In a flashback it. near the end of the show. And yeah, that scene is badass because Carol, you see that sort of, uh, what's it called, Eye of the Tiger of that Carol has developed where yeah. they get in this sort of knockdown, roll around fight. We're in the weird signs room with all the candles. Yeah, that, it's that like has a like circ- room it's like a seance room. It has like the circular candle and all the signs all over the on the walls. Yeah. And there's Barbecue Mary, and she stops Carol and says, "Sneaks up behind her, turn around. I want to see your face." Yeah, but Carol's smart. Yeah, and so as Carol turns, she just opens up with the uh, assault rifle, and Mary dives down and she gets her though doesn't she Mary or gets not on yet. top of carol somehow and the gun gets loose and they're rolling around and then they both get up uh mary has like a candlestick carol has an assault rifle and it's just yeah. like ooh, i got you dead right yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? and then mary a gives candlestick versus like, an ah! assault. Oh, oh no who's gonna win this one it's gonna be carol and mary gives this really interesting monologue about how you know this was you know this was those signs were real this was a sanctuary till they came and they raped us and again and again and they took everything we had and you could have been one of us and blah, blah, blah. And Carol's just like, hey, that's cool, man. Boom. Bang. Shoots, yeah, in the leg, shoots her in the, in the leg. And then like nothing else, like letting the dog in from before a walk. She lets opens his door and walkers go in. She, Carol's she doesn't just even like, look back. No, she no. She just keeps walking. She just lets Mary get just eaten alive. But barbecue, well, the one thing I'll say, because they do this flashback and you see mary and gareth and his brother who in a, who, in a box who car. he kills he's the one he shot yep and they're eating they're chopping him up to be eaten in the in the trot room yeah in the beginning of the episode right but they, they you see the three of them in this locked in one of the box cars yep. and this scary looking butcher guy who i guess were the ones that that took over the place yeah, they look like claimers they, they look, look like, like claimers thuggy road mad max kind of guys they throw mary in there and having had brutally raped her clearly because yeah, they're like this one the girl's like no not again please yeah yeah and they take her out so you sort of i don't know you have a little bit of sympathy for mary when you see this and they also in, she in their situation sort of yeah you wonder well i guess you should say not sympathy but you kind of wonder how they went from where they went to well how'd they go cannibals. from sanctuary to prisoners to back to sanctuary but cannibals but like, remember she makes she says that line you're either the the, the cattle or cattle the butcher, butcher. And, and then gareth, gareth says, says that and that's yeah. sort of like the theme of the show it's like you're either the cattle or the butcher right for what carol has to do what tyrese ends up doing what rick has to do you're either the cattle or the butcher but they took point. it awfully literally Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think, yeah, it's clearly like they chose that analogy. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't I don't know a, if they had to take it that literally. But, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. It's know? like, that was really just a turn of it phrase. Was just a turn. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's like, huh? Oh, I'm, I'm we... e- eating a forearm? What? <laughs> <laughs> eating my buddy? Do we need to eat people? Well, I, I was hungry. Yeah. yeah. The cattle and the butcher. Oh, We're all yeah. hungry in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, now I get it. There's cattle still a butcher. lot of canned peas out there, though. Yeah, right. Eat or be eaten. I get it. It's more of an analogy. Yeah. Well, we already cooked this guy, so... So now back to Carol reuniting in the woods with them. Daryl sees her and he runs and he hugs her. And it's a great moment because he's just like a little boy. He puts his head on her shoulder. Oh, and Carol took his crossbow from like... They had this sort of like collection room. Of everybody's stuff. Weapons and old clothes and all the people they've eaten all their junk is in this room. little kid stuff oh, yeah, too. A bunch of stuffed so animals ate kids. oh they definitely ate kids. we didn't see any kids yeah they, so they must have eaten the kids kids are probably good eats man oh, it's like the man. veel of uh, uh oh people. that's awful it's like people veal <laughs> oh. i think that's what if i was a cannibal if you were a cannibal if you <laughs> talked to a cannibal conversation look we're all cannibals <laughs> yeah so Daryl hugs her like a little kid seeing his mom and yep. then Rick and her have this nice moment they where do. he says, 
did you do this? And she kind of looks at him and he hugs her. And it's like nothing has happened yeah, between them. They're moving on. They're moving it's on. a new life, a new chapter has started. And that's good. I feel right. like they, you have to. Like, she's a key, vital player at this point. And she just saved them. She totally just saved yeah. them single-handedly. Yeah, so, they yeah. were literally about to be sliced. Yeah, they were on the chopping block. They were on the chopping block. Glenn was next. Glenn was next. And we kept like, <gasps> Yeah, you're the... Well, and you know what? You <gasps> never know with The Walking Dead. Like, That's for it. all we know, they could have killed and Glenn in the first that. episode. Yeah, they know that. We don't know, and, you know? Yeah, and the writers know that. The writers so know that. You never know who's going to end up dead. So they could toy with us, yeah, to the to the brink, where we're just like, oh my God. Oh, oh my, my God. God, it could be. It could happen. And Glenn's totally going to die. To be honest, I kind of thought it was going to be Bob. Yeah, because out of the out of the four of them, because Gareth Bob could, it, get it, di- it, could right. be killed, and at know. this moment, in, there was a moment where Gareth grabs him and threatens to stick a, a knife in his eye. Yeah, he's like, "I'll kill him right now if you don't tell me where that bag is." Basically, is what right. he's saying. And Rick's like, "I don't care." He's like, "Oh, he says, well, take me out there." And Gareth's like, "Ha." I'm not going to fall for that one again. Right. That's how, that's how they got yeah. us last time. That's how they got us last time. We're not that stupid. Yeah, we're not that stupid. We're a little stupid. We're, we're kind of stupid, you know. Well, and then before they reunite with Carol in the woods, Rick says that he wants to go kill all of them still. Oh, that was, that was really it interesting. Was interesting. And they're, they're arguing with, they're like, dude, we just escaped with our lives. The place is burning down. If anyone is still alive, they're probably not going to make it out of there. Dude, yeah, they're all, the all arguing walkers. with them. And he's like, no, forget that. We're not leaving out of this place until we know all of them are dead. And, um, which I don't know. I don't entirely disagree with Yeah, him. People were like, Oh, that's really hard of Rick. And I'm like, no, I think that's just doing like doing your homework. Cause or, as we you know, know, cleaning like, up after yourself. With the governor, yeah. unless you get, them they come back with and look vengeance. what happened with him they didn't get him and, and he, he built came a back whole and new destroyed group. everything yeah he found a whole new group of impressionable people uh, impressionable people right and he came back and people were killed and they yeah. lost everything they built so yeah rick with that being said rick was totally in the right to want to do that like totally justified in his reasoning but the timing was not right they did no. just escape they got out they needed to kind of regroup and then he fi- and then the- carol takes them to judith and so they're reunited with judith yeah, once he they finds judith Oh, yeah. And then Rick's like, forget it. Like, forget let's just it. get He's out like, of here. Let's get out of here. Because they could suffer more losses going back to kind of kill the rest, whoever's remaining. You don't even know who's remaining. Right. But we know there's at least Gareth is sort of alive. And yeah. And a couple so of his cronies. A couple then, of cronies. And Tyrese talks about, oh, I had to kill the guy. Judith is safe. Whoop-de-woo. And right. That sort of thing. And so everyone's all a happy, happy family. And they get to moving on to the road. Well, there's a few. There's a bunch of unknowns for the future. And one of them is speaking of the impressional people that the governor kind of duped tara so she rick saw her across the fence oh yeah tara so she was a member of the governor's party i mean at some point is that going to come up or he notices that she was on the other side right it could happen it could happen and it might it might happen right whereas like she's not one of us no but she's been with us for this amount of time and whoop-de-woo and no i don't care she was on his side then and we can't trust her now and that's just the way it's going to be yeah i feel like that'll come up that 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 will probably come up i i I would suspect that there's going to be some sort of conversation between carol and rick about the way things left were left between the two of them and i don't think there'll be any hard feelings carol no hold any hard feelings clearly not and rick would be like okay we're back let's just get on with this and right. stay together we're stronger strength in numbers you know but one of the biggest kind of like oh at the very end of the, the episode it's funny because they do like a tag and then there's sort of this second tag yeah, because the they do the, the previews already yeah and then they show and then it's like they show right where they were all standing before they went to the forest at this you know sign like a terminus sign you see this guy, and he's got a bag on and his hood up, and he turns around. He's wearing one of those, uh, like, sort of SWAT, even bank robber masks that sort of go directly around uh, his face. Uh-huh. Hood goes down. Mask comes off. Who is behind the mask? None other than Mr. Morgan. Yeah. Morgan is back. We love Morgan. Everybody loves Morgan. Morgan they is were saying the best. that, too. He's been in two episodes, the pilot and then clear. And out of those two episodes, he's actually one of the biggest fan favorites. Right. Well, Clear was one of the best episodes of the entire show. And so was the pilot. Yeah. Those are actually two of the best episodes. Yeah. I still think I like the pilot the most. 
I still love that pilot it's a, episode. It's a great episode. It takes me back to seeing it the first time. Yeah. And it's like every time I think about that, it's like, man, that is really real. That's better than a lot of zombie movies that are made. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? It was a life-altering moment seeing it was. the show because it was like, what is this? this and this, is I knew, like, this is going to last. Like yeah, after seeing that, huge. this is gonna this is gonna be huge. Yeah. But Clear was so well written. Yeah. And the performance to me that was the biggest travesty that the actor whose name I don't know who played Morgan did not get nominated for a guest spot. Yeah, whatever nom- whatever category. The two, that you is. know, Rick. I mean, th- th- that should have been nominated for writing. Yeah, that should injustice. have been nominated for acting. But so Morgan's back. Morgan's back. We don't know in what capacity he is mentally or what his motives are. He looks are, like he's okay. He looks at more adjusted because in clear he's off the handle. He's, he's not gone off overboard. the handle. Here. He doesn't look like it. Well, it doesn't look like it. Right. But you don't know what happens if he reunites with the group. But uh, that being said, they are sort of keeping truer to the comic because Morgan is still in the book at this point. Mm-hmm. Like there's no terminus in the book. But at this point in the story, Morgan is a part of the group. So I, I, I don't know if they're going to. And when you see the um, preview for the next episode, mm-hmm. Father Gabriel, who's also, who's also in, the comics. in the comics, is now going to be a member of the show. So I feel like they're going to kind of keep, keep uh, Morgan around, keep Morgan around, bring him back into the fold. It might not work. And spoilers, Michonne and Morgan have a sort of liaison in the book. So we might see that happen, too. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, probably. I, mean, I don't know. They never com- they they change up so much. They change up so much, but there hasn't been like a significant uh, sort of love story or love triangle since like Andrea and the governor. Yeah, that's you true. Know? There have there hasn't been. Like they really might... haven't had time for love. <laughs> no, I know, but they seem to find it at yeah. most inopportune times, and it usually sure. is just a pain in the ass as a viewer. It's like just end this dumb yeah f- story arc or storyline <laughs> usually but i feel like they'll bring it in and it, it'll probably just you know cause a lot of drama and you know but we still don't know what happened to beth we and see beth is in still the missing. previews that yeah. she's with some creepy group beth is still missing maybe some crazy fanatical religious group yeah because she went off in like a, co- a a card that had a cross on it yep, right yep absolutely yeah. absolutely so yeah lots lots of uh unknowns and looks it's shaping well, up to be a badass season. It looks like it's going to really shake us to our core. Oh yeah, they really delivered and it was uh it was after going to Universal and you know all and the buzz, the, the walk through the maze and the, the yeah, sets. the Walking Dead maze and the Walking Dead tram and being there with Nicotero and Hardwick and yeah. Robert Kirkman like, you know, to go through the mazes to, with, with them, them that was incredible. <laughs> that was so cool. And it was just total by chance just, yeah. you know, and it was awesome. So yeah, Walking Dead, way to not let the fans down. Holy yeah, shit, they delivered. Way, yeah, they so delivered. I, I couldn't be And, like, happier. specifically for the fan. Like, that was a yeah. fan delivery, like, freaking Amazon Prime to your face. Well, we, I mean, so on our Doom and Justice scale, I would give this a solid Superman yeah, 5. Yeah, that's 5. That's yeah. a 5, bro. Yeah. That's Superman 5. So thank you Superman to the Walking high. Dead for delivering to us fans. Yeah, fuck yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That is really great. And uh, next week, next week, we will be back with a very special in-studio guest promoting the film Starry Eyes, which is an incredible independent horror film and the, the star of it. Star of it also will be released on Netflix and Amazon Prime November 14th. We'll talk about that also next week on the show. My sister, Yay. none other than Miss Alex Esso, the new screen queen. We'll find out. New Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, say yes. I say yes to that. Once yeah. you see the movie, you'll say yeah, yes. New Scream Queen. And not just like a running away from horror Scream Queen, like, like a inflicting badass. horror Scream Queen, kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be a great interview. We'll talk about her fancy Hollywood lifestyle. Because <laughs> she got to go to the premiere of the Walking Dead premiere, yeah, so, of the season premiere. Lucky. So we'll talk about her. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the movie. Be lots in store for next week. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Because I know I did. I know I did. Nothing's more fun than recapping our favorite moments from some of our favorite television programs and movies. And watch The Walking Dead Season 5 premiere if you haven't seen it already. And if you haven't, then you probably should watch that first before listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Oops! And if you're already here, it's too late. If you're listening to this, it's too late. It'll still be fun. But it'll still be fun. (laughs) So, wow, Walking Dead every Sunday, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Western time. Tune in.
Or be doomed. Or be doomed. <laughs> or be on the doom. Or be on the scale doom scale. Or something. All right. Thanks, everybody, for coming to the podcast. Thanks very much. It's been the Harold Modcast. Uh, we need some cool send off line. Like either get modded or you'll be uh, prodded. (laughs) 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 All right, you heard it here. Get modded or you'll be prodded. Yeah, cattle prodded. (laughs) All right, thanks everyone. See ya. See ya.